Hey, welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk about honesty. And I'm not talking about don't tell little lies or pretty little liars or any of that kind of stuff. I'm talking about real, honest to goodness, no BS honesty. I am thankful when I have somebody that I can go to that I know will be honest, honest to a fault, brutally honest, whatever you want to call it, no BS, just calling a spade a spade. Because what that tells me is you love me enough to not sugarcoat it. If I've been a turd, you're just going to tell me, girl, I don't know any other way to tell you this, but you were a turd. Or you know what? this is your feelings are justified and it's all right. Or you know what? I don't know any other way to say it, but they were wrong. Period. You know, you did not do anything wrong. Whatever it is, when you have somebody that you can trust, that you can go to, that you can talk to, that will be that honest with you. Personally, I think that is an invaluable resource, a treasure, a gem, because, um, not everybody has that skill period. Not everybody can be honest. Not everybody is comfortable with honesty. Not everybody wants to be the one to say, you know what, that's not your best look. And I'll give an example. You know, I have, um, I have got very long blonde hair and I, prefer my hair to be in a bob. And I have preferred this for years and years and years and years and years. And many times I have just taken myself to the store and gotten my hair cut into a bob and what looks best on me be damned. And then sometimes I, you know, really take the time and I want to make a right choice, you know, all right, I don't want to be impulsive. I really like a bob, but, and so I'll, kind of start looking around or I have friends who are stylists or friends who are really good at, you know, choosing their own style and haircut and whatnots. And so I'll solicit some opinions, but deep down, I really want somebody to say, yes, you can have that Bob. And what really happens is I get a bunch of messages that say, you know, I really like your hair best when it's this length or, you know, you, you look really fantastic when your hair is this length and they will take the time to go through my picture history and send me said picture, you know, so they're not saying, girl, no, you can't have a bob, but they are saying, "Mm, not your best look, sweetie. No, no. (laughs) And so that kind of honesty is how you build trust. Um, my husband is brutally honest with me. Uh, and I highlight the brutally part. Um, he's the one who, when I say I want a Bob, he says, no, that's, you you don't look good with the Bob. He doesn't even bother going to find what does look good. He's just like, girl, no, I'm tired of having this same discussion with you. A Bob is not your best look. And you know, my mother, the same way she's like, Oh, Nikki, no, because I have a very round face and a wee teeny tiny, if any, neck. And so obviously a bob highlights all of those areas that are not as, 
desire to be highlighted as some other areas of my myself. And so I get it. I totally get it. I, 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 I do agree that it, you know, that doesn't, it isn't my best look, but I do love the haircut. And then I have friends who are like, if you love it, get it. Who cares? Okay. Well, the spirit of that is great, but the reality of it is I, I don't want to have regret. I don't want to go, you know, I feel really great the minute I get it. And then after that, I'm like, ah, crap. Now I'm going to hate every picture for the next, you know, however many months it takes to grow out. And so that honesty, if you have someone that you can trust, that you can talk to, um, you know, that person to me is worth their weight in gold. And I have very few people in my life that I trust enough to even go to them with a concern. I have very, very few people in my life that I would even share my heart about anything. My, I'm, I'm just, it's just not in my nature, um, to be that vulnerable with people. Uh, trust with me is very hard earned because I have not, life has not been kind. And because life has not been kind, you know, my defenses are always up. My trust is always low. You know, my sense of abandonment is always highlighted. And those insecurities just breed mistrust and, you know, fear of being vulnerable. And so when you have someone that you can trust, that is honest with you, you know, you have to go, they are not saying what I want to hear. They're saying what I need to hear. And boy, is that something to be thankful for. Um, and there are people who have lots of people they can trust and that's fantastic for them. But it's just nice to have someone who is honest. Um, I remember years and years ago, I was having a struggle and I don't remember exactly what it was, but I actually was going through my mental catalog of who I could talk to. And I was actually, no, cause this person's just going to say this or no, cause this person's just going to say that. And, you know, I wanted the honesty. I wanted the, you know, get to the heart of it. I didn't want anybody bashing this person or this idea or slamming this person or this idea. I wanted, you know, someone that really didn't have an invested interest and really wanted to be unbiased and just wanted the best for me, period. You know, even if that meant I was the one who needed to be smacked around a little bit. And so, and I say that tongue in cheek, don't anybody go smacking anybody around. Anyway, but honesty, when you, when you stop to think about it, are you the kind of person somebody can come to and they'll be honest um, I, I know I am, so don't ask me anything you don't want to know the truth to, cause I will tell you the truth. And, and I recently went shopping and, um, I don't shop. I, I have shared that with y'all. I don't shop ever. And I especially hate to shop in a store. I hate the whole part of it, the trying on the clothes, the, you know, trying to find things to, that fit or, you know, the spending of the money. I hate all of it. But, um, so anyway, I recently went shopping in a store and there was three, uh, three of us in there shopping and we bonded shopping because, 
you know, we all were needing somebody that would be honest with us and tell us uh, that, you know, yay or nay on something because we were all in there alone. We didn't bring a BFF to go shopping with us. And so we ended up yay or naying for each other. And one of the ladies, um, she had on this dress and, um, she looked beautiful and she, um, is like me. She doesn't wear shoes. So she just wears Crocs everywhere. Now I don't own any Crocs. I'm not going to own any Crocs, but my house shoes are, I'm sure the equivalent of her Crocs anyway. So she had on this beautiful semi-formal dress and she was like, do you think I can wear these Crocs? I'm like, girl, no, you cannot wear Crocs. What is wrong with you? And I said, and don't make me have to keep those Crocs. You need to find shoes. Well, she has feet like mine as well. Shoe boxes fit us better than shoes. We're wide, we're squared, nothing attractive about these feet. And so I said, when do you need these shoes by? Keep in mind, it was already 6.30, quarter to 7 on a Friday night. She says, the party's tomorrow morning. OMG! Like, I don't know where you're going to shop for shoes when you have special need feet like us. Like, oh my God. And so here she was, you know, quarter to seven on a Friday night needing these shoes by tomorrow morning. And I just thought, oh my God. So we were all on our phones trying to find places where she might could get shoes and praying that there was some square wide ones to fit because I know what that's like. I mean, literally my feet are like shoe boxes, but at any rate, so I was feeling bad for her. And then I looked at her. I said, you did that on purpose. So you could wear your Crocs, didn't you? She started giggling. I think she really did. But in the meantime, that honesty, that sense of camaraderie. So we were all getting ready to check out and they were like, okay, March, we'll all meet back here again. I'm like, y'all are seriously crazy, but okay, I'll see you in March. So sometime mid-March, I'm going shopping again with two ladies that I met shopping. But why? Because valued the honesty. You know, I would put on something and they're like, no, that's not, no, that doesn't look good. Or, you know, they would put on something or, you know, whatever it was, we were encouraging to each other, but it was literally a feeling of, okay, you don't stand to gain by me looking like a fool. So be honest. It's not like we were all competing for the same size and there was only one of everything, you know? So we just were honest with each other, but that made me stop to think like, do you have somebody that you can call that will be honest with you no matter what? And sometimes the honesty is going to be hard to swallow. Sometimes they're going to say things you don't want to hear. Sometimes, you know, you're going to be told, suck it up, buttercup. It is what it is. And other times you're going to be handed a shoulder and, and they're going to say, you know, man, that sucks. I mean, it does. Sometimes it's just, man, that sucks. But that honesty is cathartic. That honesty builds trust. That honesty helps you to, you know, lower your shields a little bit and let people in a little bit. And I think when we find people in our life, sometimes we find them by accident. We stumble upon them by accident, never really looking for 
whatever. I mean, I told y'all, you know, I was never looking for friends. I, I have very few. I wasn't really looking for any, never entered my mind. And now I have four girlfriends that I can't imagine doing life without. And I don't know how I managed to do life without them until I found them. And they happened by accident. Um, you know, I never, never would have met most of them, um, more than in passing. I never would have stopped long enough to get to know them. And, um, I, I think I told y'all the story, you know, I was having a dinner party and I had invited the one gal and she later asked, could she bring a friend? And I was kind of flustered because that's not how this works, <laughs> but okay. And then she called back, can I bring another friend? And I thought, what is happening here? Because that's not how this works. And so I said, yes, but in my mind, I was already thinking, that's it. No more invites for you because you don't follow the rules. That's not how things work. And I honestly think she knew that if she did not somehow or another force me to meet them, I would not, first of all, have taken the time to meet them. And second of all, I would not have, you know, found the missing pieces to the puzzle of, you know, what was the friendship that was missing in my life. And now I cannot imagine not having them, including her, because again, the mastermind of it all. But I distinctly remember when that day happened, being very flustered because it this is not how this goes. Like I should not be having to reset the table because you keep adding to the list. And, um, I even said to my sister-in-law when she was chuckling that this was happening. And I think she was chuckling because she knew I was so uncomfortable because this is not how this goes. And she said, what are you going to do? I said that we're just going to do it this time, but she's just not getting an invite again. Now she gets an invite to everything. They all do because I can't imagine not having them in my life. So that honesty, when you find some people or someone who fits that bill for you, appreciate them, hold on to them. Those are gems worth their weight in gold. So, uh, this week, let's look around, see who we've got that meets that criteria and uh, make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.